Hello and welcome to season two. Season two of Agents of Travel. I'm Garrett Palm. And I'm Rachel Van Ness. Uh, it's been a while. Uh, we took a long break and we took an even longer break since we recorded this episode that you're hearing to now this intro <laughs> and then releasing it. Uh huh. But honestly, we're holding space for ourselves. Yeah. And, you know, the tumultuous journey and <laughs> trip of life. <laughs> yes. Uh, you know, that tumultuous trip of life uh, is always going to get you. And not always conducive to a, a regulated podcast schedule. Yes. So. Yeah. So if you're expecting uh, a regular podcast release from us, sorry. Uh, sorry. 35 people who listen. <laughs> Not going to happen. Uh, well, let's get to our first uh, guest of this season. Yes. Our first guest is Karen Chi. We love Karen Chi. We worked with her at the Edinburgh Fringe. Wow. A uh, long long time ago. A long time ago when she was just a comedy tot, but yes. now she's a full-grown badass comedy woman yeah uh she oh man well she's currently uh, she has a podcast called make sense with chanel and karen you can find that on all podcasting spaces she wrote on seth myers yeah she's working on a mike shore thing right now i think she just wrapped up she just but wrapped i can't up. wait to see it okay i can't wait to see it too yeah uh she's just a delight. She's one of the most, like, I don't know, cheery, joyful. wonderful, joyful. Yeah, re-listening to this podcast, I was like, oh, man, I wish I could have, like, a little Karen on my shoulder all the time just to be, like, helping me experience the daily joys of life. <laughs> She's truly, like, exceptional in that way and she, somebody I look up to for her yeah. beautiful worldview. Yes, she has got a wonderful worldview. Um, okay, well, enough from us. Let's... Kick it on over to Karen. Um, okay, so uh, uh, so Karen at the... Oh, it's been so long since we've done this. Thank you for being here for this. Yes, Listen, thank you. Listen, you're so welcome. <laughs> this is a huge <laughs> honor for you both. <laughs> it is. <laughs> and an even bigger honor for me. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, very very sly addendum. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Well, Karen, I I I really want to uh, I want to come clean with you real quick. Oh, okay. So you may know us as uh, Rachel and Garrett. You know, we've known each. We, we've known you for a while now, but mm -hmm. um, we are secret agents for the National Travel and Tourism Office. Oh. We have secret agent names. Oh my gosh. I know. Yeah. Um, so we've been playing you this whole time. My yeah. Rachel Vaness is my alias, but my actual name is Agent Panacookin. Just wow. Dutch for pancake. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Uh, yeah. Garrett Palm is, you know, what what I've been telling people is my name in public society, but uh, for you know, I'm I'm Agent Sticky Toffee Pudding. Oh. Yeah, you know, Which Garrett, is... I've always thought your name was really boring. <laughs> and it sounded made up. So this actually, I'm so relieved that it's not your real name. Yeah, it's yeah. not. Oh, yeah, it's goodness. actually Agent Sticky Toffee Pudding. That's, That's what his name. mother named him. Yeah. yeah. Wow. And it just so turned out it became my favorite dessert of all time. Wow. I mean, That's a huge coincidence. Yeah, yeah. Right? That's great. So we're sorry for lying to you, but... Um, it was all because we've been tasked with this special mission of booking your perfect dream trip. <gasps> wow! Yeah, and so we have you here because we want to very lightly and kindly interrogate you about all of your travel memories and preferences so we can plan the perfect vacation for you. Yeah, we're doing this as practice to kind of like get up in the uh, move up in the National Travel and Tourism Office. Oh, wait, hold but on. I'm, I'm just practice. <laughs> I'm not the real <laughs> deal. <laughs> I mean, I, no, I mean, we'll, no, remem I mean we'll remember you when we're promoted, obviously. Yeah, when we're promoted <laughs> and we have the funding to send people on these trips. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Don't worry. We won't forget you. Oh, okay, cool, cool. Yeah, please don't yeah, yeah, forget yeah. me. I love you guys. <laughs> I love, we love you too. Yes. 
All right. Uh, are you are you ready? Are you ready to answer some questions? Yeah, I was so ready to be lightly and kindly interrogated. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, our first question is, what is your travel style? So do you like to wing it and see where the wing wind takes you? Or are you a meticulous <laughs> planner or are you somewhere in between? Oh, I think I end up landing somewhere in between. I like doing a lot of research before. Um, you know how everybody says they're like, three trips you take. It's the one you plan or think about, the one you actually take, and then the one that you remember. I love really capitalizing on the first one. Um, <laughs> so yeah, but but I, I feel like I should say I do a lot of research and planning, but I'm always game to not go along with whatever I have planned. Uh, I just feel like I should have that down so that when I get there, I don't ever feel like, oh no, I don't, I don't know what to do now that I'm here. I think that would feel like a waste. Yeah. Yeah. And how do you research it? Like, are you on Reddit or are you on Lonely <gasps> Planet? Like, <laughs> the look of fear in your eyes at the do mention people go of to Reddit. Reddit to plan Sometimes, yeah. Really? Yeah. You oh, can wow. be like, where are great restaurants in Tokyo or whatever? And pe- there are threads about it. Wow. Okay, that's actually really good to know. I just assumed Reddit was like where incels hang out and have fun. Um, yeah, well, they it's, also, it's also have travel opinions. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah so if point. you want to see the incel side of Tokyo or yes. anywhere you're going. Uh, yeah, yeah, which is what I'm looking for in this world. Um, <laughs> yes. Yeah, as an incel, I'm looking for my community. Uh, no, I do a lot of, I think I start with the general touristy things of like, oh, the big yeah. tour, like in Paris, gotta see Eiffel tower you know that sort of thing um and then if i have friends who live there or have been there before i'll ask them what they liked and what they've seen and kind of come you know combine google with friendship experience are you are you you somebody that likes the sites or do you like the vibe of a city or oh both or like Um, when you go someplace are you like oh i've always wanted to see this thing or like oh i I want to hang out in cafes here or whatever. Oh, that's such a good question. I think both. Um, Yeah. Yeah, I think vibes are fun because it feels like each city has its own sort of tempo um, and sort of fun getting to figure out what that rhythm is. Uh, But I also really like the sites and I really like museums. I really like, I really like things that make me feel very, very small. So... Anything that feels like it's really old or very big or took a lot of effort, uh, yeah. I, I love that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. but, So is your preference, like, when you're thinking about how you travel, like, would you rather plan a trip for a group of friends or go on a trip that a friend planned for you? Okay, I mean, it would depend on who the friend is. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, good and point. If, good point. <laughs> Rachel, if you had planned a trip, actually, both of you, if you planned a trip, I would be like, I would go in, no questions asked. I wouldn't even need to know where we're going. I'd be like, oh, this is going to be very thoughtfully planned out. And I feel like you would also build in, like, this is when Karen needs alone time. You know what I mean? I'd be like, oh, that's so nice. But if it's someone who I think is going to be quite slapdash about it, I'd be like, I'm not going to drop thousands of dollars to yeah. be placed in your hands. Yeah, that's do you fair. Do you like to have alone time when you travel, like a big chunk? Do you like to like go solo for a bit, for like a day? Yeah, I think especially, um, yeah, I mean, I guess depending on who it is, but usually I knowing that about myself, I think I've really only gone on trips with people who... I don't need that very much with or who I know will mm. also need that and then we can both mm-hmm. chill out um, yeah I recently went on a trip with my friend Kira and this is our first like just the two of us going abroad together which was really exciting and I told her in advance I was like don't feel bad if I need to be alone and she was like oh great same <laughs> and so we like took naps at the same time it was very cute <laughs> <laughs> that's perfect no naps are so important in traveling too like yeah, yeah. My uh, my aunt, who's done a lot of traveling, whenever we visit her, she builds out, like, nap time in the afternoon. So she's like, you do a morning activity, then you relax and nap for, like, two hours, and then you go out at night. And ever since I've, like, traveled with her, I'm like, that's just how you do it. Yeah, I think that makes sense, especially with jet lag. And it's usually, I feel like people don't have, I've never had enough time where... I can build in like, oh, four days in the hotel doing nothing but getting over jet lag. You know, that feels like such a waste. Yeah. 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 So you got a nap. You got a nap. We need yeah. the naps. Karen. Oh, yeah. That's do me. you? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I mean, eventually maybe you'll get a secret agent name if you want to join us uh-huh. and join this industry. But yeah, it's yeah. up to you. It's up to you. Okay. 
I'm not going to try to hard sell you. <laughs> uh, do you enjoy the act of traveling? Like the actual, like getting on a plane, getting on a train, hanging out, waiting at the airport or train station? I do. I do. I really love it. <laughs> I like yeah. it a lot. I think it's so fun. Um, I always try to make small talk with the people doing TSA stuff, and they never really ever want to talk to me. (laughs) But, um, yeah, I like it a lot. You know what I really love is when you're in line for the TSA, and somebody's like, oh, my gosh, I'm so sorry. My my plane is about to depart. Do you mind if I cut in front? And they have to do that with every single person in the line, and everyone's like, yeah, go ahead. I'm just like... That is so kind. <laughs> yeah. Nobody wants to be here. And we're all just like, yeah, this person needs this thing a little bit more than we do. And we're letting them go. I think that's so sweet. It's like, yeah, I've, is, never seen, yeah. I've never seen anybody say no to that. Yeah, that would be wild. I, yeah. I feel like I would get angry Everybody's on their nice. behalf if somebody was yeah. like, no. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's like one of the few times where like Americans collectively like, decide to sacrifice a little bit to help somebody else like yeah, 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 yeah. It, it feels like a moment where you're like maybe we can come together as a country we, that's true that's like that on a larger scale is universal health care <laughs> <laughs> just no one's explained it this way before right, but once right, we yeah. do everything's gonna change oh that's the future <laughs> yeah well when you're on like you know trains planes boats are you like digging into activities or are you trying to make small talk with the people next to you are you observing like what does that look like for you oh when I'm on a plane I don't make small talk just because I feel like when you're on a plane you're trapped um <laughs> yeah and I like talking to people but sometimes I then realize this is a person I don't want to be talking to or they're like oh my gosh I can't believe this girl is trying to like discuss some stupid topic with me and so I don't want to bother anybody um but let's see. Well, when I'm going on plane rides to Korea, because it's so long, I love watching like three or four movies in one go. Yes. Um, that's the best. And then watching three or four movies and being like, I'm also going to sleep for five hours. Yeah. <laughs> and then you're like, finally, I've arrived. But yeah, I like doing little activities. What about you? I... I, I also love to watch a ton of movies. That's where I always catch up on movies. Mm. That's where I first watch the Harry Potter movies. What? On like a plane? Like on a flight to Australia. Wow. Yeah. Um, I just had a flight where... Because I do like to talk to people. I like that on the plane. I'm like, I'll meet people that I, you know, normally would never meet. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So like, but like on a flight recently, I started talking, you know, the guy st- next to me started talking to me. And it was like somebody I never would really talk to he's like a farmer from wichita and it's like this guy's cool, fine you know he's great yeah, he's yeah. cool to talk to but it was like after two you know it was like a two two hour and a half or half hour flight i was kind of like i am starting to feel a little trapped yeah yeah that's true so, yeah yeah I also, I also like to watch movies on flights because mm. and i realized like somehow stepping into an airplane automatically like lowers my standards for movies yes like so i'm like all of a sudden able to watch movies that normally i would never pick but i'll be like i'll see jumanji or like on the last flight i was on i watched uh Ginny and georgia the like netflix show um yeah and it's very soapy it's like a teen drama and the mom's like a murder or whatever it's like it's very like it's so soapy and I watched it on the plane. I was like, this is the best, incredible yeah. show. And then I tried watching it like two days ago. And I was like, what was I thinking? I can't, this is unwatchable. Like, no. what happened? That's such a real phenomenon. I feel like that happens for books and movies. Because um, th- there are some like really horrible books where as I'm reading them, I'm like, this was someone's first draft and this feels like fan fiction. But on the plane, I'm like, oh, gripping read. <laughs> Like, this is fantastic. <laughs> and Has anybody similarly... heard of this book? Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Um and I yeah, yeah, wait. Oh, I was just gonna say in response to your Ginny and Georgia thing, when I was in middle school, I think that was when Mamma Mia had come out, and I watched Mamma Mia three times on one plane ride. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, this is the greatest thing I've ever seen. Did you ever watch it again after oh, that? Yeah. That one I think holds up no matter where you are. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, that yeah. you just happen to watch. watch yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. 
<laughs> well, um, so flawless transition into our next question. Amazing. Is, thank you. What was your favorite family trip growing up and what made it iconic? Oh, man. What was my fam- favorite family trip? Um, we went to Korea so often. My dad works for an airline company that's based in Korea. And so we sort of flew back and forth really regularly. Uh, and from there, we went on a smaller trip within the country to this place called uh, like Jeju Island. And that one feels iconic to me because that was one of the maybe one of the only times everyone in our extended family all scheduled together to be like, we're all going to do this big family trip together. So there are lots of photos of like all our cousins and aunts and uncles and everybody there. Now when I think about it, I'm like, that's so impossible to plan. Um, Because half the cousins are on like Korean school schedules and the other half are on American school schedules and, you know, adults have jobs and stuff. And so I think it was really a once in a lifetime kind of kind of thing. Yeah. How long were you guys Uh, there for? Gosh, I want to say maybe a little under a week, I want to say, like maybe five, six days. Um, That's still incredible, though. Yeah, because I'm realizing everyone flew into Seoul, like to the main (laughs) island part, was probably there for a few days, and then went to this island together. And so, yeah, everyone would have had to take off like about at least a 10-day chunk of time. <clears throat> excuse me wow. for this to happen and I was maybe six or seven um uh, yeah yeah but I still think very fondly of that trip although I'm sure a lot of it is sort of you know like artificial memories that I've pieced together from looking at photographs yeah <laughs> who cares but they're, still, they're still nice to have <laughs> yeah up in that brain it's still uh, up in that brain like, <laughs> yeah <laughs> did you guys uh did you guys do, like, a lot of planned activities on that trip, or was it, like, let's rent out a place and I'll just, like, hang out and cook? Oh, I think it was a mix. So we went horseback riding. We stayed at a place near the beach. The whole island, the island is kind of the equivalent of, like, Hawaii for Korea. Um, and so, yeah, we were at, on the beach a lot. We went, like, on a little hike and stuff. So I think it was a mix of things. But... My cousin and I were both six or seven, so I'm sure there were activities planned to accommodate, like, little kids, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. I also remember we went, we we swam in, like, a pond somewhere that had a little waterfall <laughs> and stuff, and I had this really cool Pikachu swimsuit. That's, like, a huge thing in my memory. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. How big yeah. is this island? How, like, so this is, like, the, the Hawaii of of korea yeah i guess that's the best way to put it it's like cool. um it's an hour-long flight from the capital though so not as far obviously everything is much yeah. smaller um yes i don't know how big it is it's it's big enough that a lot of people live there we go yeah once every like two or three years maybe it's a really popular place to go to on vacation um yeah i don't know that's cool yeah all these trips uh growing up going back to south korea uh do you think that's like kind of informed your travel style or what you know like what you look for in traveling or like just made it easier for you to travel as an adult oh yeah i think that's true um i think because the flight time from san francisco to korea is so long i got really used to that so anything that's like under 12 hours i'm like what a breeze (laughs) this is such an easy (laughs) flight um and anytime something's a little over i'm like oh this is basically what i do just add you know maybe a couple hours or so but i really like being in an airplane because it feels like fake time you know it feels like you're suspended in time and you can do whatever you want you don't have to be productive you don't have to do anything um yeah i like that so much (laughs) yeah i get so giddy and will fill my backpack up with like so many activities like yes like i'm like i need my computer in case i want to write my book in case i want to read my ipad in case i want to draw and i will just like watch movies the whole time and sleep it's like but every time the potential of it is like so exciting yeah i always have Oh, I always have a book of crosswords that I never touch. Oh, that's a really good on one. On a flight. Emergency crosswords. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. yeah, I wonder if, Rachel, you have the, like, pre-trip trip, but for the plane ride there. You know what I mean? You're like, <laughs> yeah, the plane it's ride its in your mind. packing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess it is because, like, we live in such a, like, product- productive-oriented, productivity-oriented culture that I think, mm-hmm. like... 
for me, it's like the most exciting times, like mentally, are like if I'm sick or on a plane, because those are the only times yeah. I feel like it's justifiable to like not be working or like even think I could work. And yeah. so it's like, I know that's like a little sad and reflective of like Western culture, but it is like what does make it so genuinely like so full of potential. I should approach my life this way. Yeah. Wait, I had I, a... Uh, oh, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead. Oh, no, I was just going to say, Rachel, I felt... I've, I fully know what you mean. And then recently started doing this thing, which I highly recommend, where anytime I started to feel really overwhelmed and felt like I had to do a lot of work, I literally would just take the full day off. And then oh. the next day I would wake up being like, actually, my life is totally fine. <laughs> and weirdly, <laughs> I think that kind of tricked my brain into being calmer but also more productive not that I was doing it to be more productive but um yeah I just did 24 hours of like intentional let's have fun <laughs> and Whoa, then the next so day like, like, life is the same is that like even with like deadlines and approaching and stuff you'll do that um I think if it's something no if it's a deadline I think I gotta meet it if, if it's for somebody else but if it's for me yeah. then I'm just like oh I would rather push this and reset my brain than be super stressed about it for a few days. Um, I love that. I, I might try that. I will try that. <sighs> Text me yeah. when you do. I'll get back to you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Karen, mm-hmm. can you tell us a story about your best trip you've ever had? The best? I, or if you have several best trips, you can't decide, you know, like, or a really good trip that you love. Oh, man. Okay, I have a few. I'm going to... Okay. Uh, okay, I think a couple of them I can discuss as answers to other questions. I'll do this one, which okay, is... Um, okay. Strategic. Yeah, yeah, thank <laughs> yes. you, thank you. I just didn't want to say the same one repeatedly. Sure, uh, yeah, yeah. I, <clears throat> in the fall of 2019, I took my mom and aunt on a trip. Uh, and this was after, this was like maybe nine months into me having my first like real job job. And I was like, I want to take them on a trip. And, like, I planned out the whole thing. I, like, got hotels and, like, flights and trains and stuff. And we went to um, Belgium and the Netherlands and Luxembourg. And I was just, like, it was just, yeah, I sort of thought of this and dreamt of this for a very long time where I wanted to sort of treat them to a nice little vacation. And the three of us are also really close. And we always say my aunt is, like, my second mom and stuff. And so, yeah, it was the best. We had such a good time and we never got into an argument or fought to the point where every single day we would be like today is the day that we are going to fight (laughs) and then we would do a bit being like yeah okay maybe not now maybe later today we'll have our fight (laughs) and then we had our whole trip never fighting (laughs) oh my gosh was it so cool to feel like such a high rolling baller like yeah it feels like a transition into like adulthood in a sense of like let me take care of you guys and like enjoy treating you you know it really really did um yeah I felt so much joy from it but I also don't really spend much money in my actual day-to-day life uh and so I think and I don't you know I don't I'm not married I don't have kids nobody is depending on me for my income and so I was like oh this is such a great way to spend money (laughs) now that I have some to use um yeah so it was it was really fun and I'm hoping to take them on another trip this year so we'll see how it goes yay oh where are you gonna take them well, I, cause I asked them and they were like, uh, my aunt is now 66. And so she was like, I want to start traveling to the places that are furthest away. So, cause it'll be harder, you know, to go there yeah. in the future. Yeah, and yeah. so I think we're thinking of going to Greece. Um, oh. yeah. I'm so excited. She'll be traveling from Korea. So I think Korea to Greece or Turkey, they're like very, very long flights. Um, yeah. but I'm so stoked. Yeah. It'll be such a blast. That's Have you been so before? fun? Uh, yeah, I've. I was in Greece in 2000, and I've been in Turkey. I was there in 2012. And and we actually might go in 2024 Ooh. for my family reunion, because we're, we're Greek-Turkish. Wait, I, what? I didn't know this. Okay, I'll reach out to you for advice okay. on where to go when I travel. I, I know Turkey better, because okay. that was more recent. Oh. Greece was uh, 23 years ago. Right, so. right, right. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. He's so but, old no, and they're, wise. They're great. He I is. know. Yeah. I know. I was a baby. <laughs> uh, 
but they're they're really cool. They're very fun. Yeah, they see. I mean, that's where Mamma Virgin. Mia was, you know, filmed yeah. and took place. So, <laughs> I mean, I guess Are now that I think it? about it, I don't need advice from you. I've seen the movie three Do times. You, just follow that. Yeah. Just follow the Mamma Mia. <laughs> okay, so Karen, this is the most important question, which is, okay. what is the tastiest thing you've eaten abroad? Oh, I was thinking about this earlier because I couldn't think of an answer. Um, oh my gosh! Top three. Okay, well, I feel like uh, like I feel like any pasta I had in Italy was just I was oh. like, this is the best pasta mm-hmm. I've ever had. I also feel yeah. this way about all the breads in France. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and then I, I mean. I'm excluding Korea from this because I go there. I lived there for a bit, so it feels like I wasn't traveling. Um, yeah. But I guess if I was including Korea, then, yeah, I guess I guess everything there, <laughs> which feels like I'm cheating again. Um, but yeah, 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 yeah. I'm probably, probably those. I feel like, you know, I would love to go to Mexico and have Mexican food there because in my mind, for me, Korean, Italian, Mexican are the top three that I eat. Uh, and then maybe also Thai. Yeah. Did that answer your question? <laughs> yes. It yes, did. Actually. It, it's, ac- it's interesting, too, because I was um, reading recently that, like, in America, we mass produce so much food that, like, vegetables, like, literally don't have as much nutrients. And so they don't taste the same as they did even, like, 100 years ago. Oh, wow. But when you go to other countries, like, we just got back from Japan. And mm. all of the, like, fruits and vegetables were just, like, so much more flavorful and delicious. Yeah. yeah because yeah, yeah. the farming is, like, more localized there. So I wonder also if that's why, like, food in, like, Italy and Korea and Mexico is, like, so top-notch because, like, none of the produce has been fucked with, you know? Yeah, yeah, that's super possible. I wonder how you would check that for each country, but I I believe it immediately. That sounded so smart. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you so much. Yeah. (laughs) Do you prioritize food when you travel? Are you, do you consider yourself a food-based traveler? Oh gosh, I I think I should be more. I feel like I got into Uh food more recently, like in the last few years. I've been like, oh, this is a source of potential pleasure and joy. (laughs) And not just something I have to do multiple times a day. So yeah, once that happened, I was like, okay, gotta do this. When I went to Ireland with my friend Kira last year, we you know, Ireland, the hub of all the great food in the world. Yes. Well, I love, yeah. Potato capital. Potato is one of the best foods of all time. It is one of the best foods of all time. That is true. I think it's just that when you think of, you know, pick your favorite cuisines. I don't know if most people would go Irish as their top, but which is not at all a knock on, yeah. on Ireland. No. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that was maybe the first time where we were both very intentional about like, these are the places we want to go. These are the things we would order there. We asked friends who had gone being like, this is where you want to do this. This is a pub that has like a great environment and, you know, things like that. So uh, what, what do you think caused that shift in you and like seeing food in this new way? I think I used to, this sounds so sad. I think I used to live my life in a very sort of utilitarian way. And so <laughs> yeah. the way that I dressed or ate, I was sort of like, this doesn't, I don't really care about either of these things. And then at some point, um, I was just like, oh man, I could have a really good breakfast and a great lunch and a great dinner, and you know, I would, I would just have such a good day. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Once I once I realized that, I've been trying to prioritize that more, but it's still hard. It takes so much planning and effort. Are you both foodies? Yeah, yeah. We big yeah, foodies. we love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. Japan was like. Uh, yeah, one of the main things ahead of time was just picking out all the food spots to go to. Yeah. Are you... And we're vegetarian, so it was a little tougher, but it's still totally doable. Do you still have, like, seafood and fish, or no? No. No. You went to Japan, uh, last... and you didn't have any I know. Seafood. Well, last it's time I went crime. to Japan, last time I went to Japan, I was a pescatarian, so I did eat seafood and fish, mm. and I had some there, and it was pretty amazing. That's but great. I, I don't eat fish anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I mean, yeah. the fish probably appreciate it, so that's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah they yeah, thanked yeah. us. I was going to yeah. say, too, with your, um, with, like, you commenting about being utilitarian about your outfits as yeah. well. I think that's, like, such an interesting thing where I went through that as well, Mm. where I was like, it's silly to care about what you look like. And then you're like, oh, actually caring about what you look like and taking care of yourself is like a form of care. 
So now, like, picking out clothes that you're, like, actually excited to wear. It's, like, it's so simple, but, like, so, like, it blows your mind at the same time, you know? No, that's true. I feel like any part of my day where I could change it from, I could elevate it from being utilitarian to being something like, oh, what a joyful, intentional little thing I can do. Um, That just sort of really brightens your day. Although I think... For clothing, this is okay. This is kind of embarrassing. I think I went from being like utilitarian to um, so so. The reason I started dressing better was because I realized, okay, this is gonna sound very scary, but I really like order. Like I just love <laughs> okay. I love order. And anytime I see someone who is very intentionally dressed, it just feels mm-hmm. like they took their little patch of the world and like made it very orderly. <laughs> Oh, yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, so it's a very, like, yeah, authoritarian take on fashion. <laughs> and that's why I started dressing better. It's like, I just want to look put together and, like, intentional <laughs> and not yeah. a little mess. Yeah. Does it, like, does it do something for your brain where your brain is like, ah, yes, we like this or Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's in that voice. That's, <laughs> that's my inner voice. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> Real quick, going back to to Ireland, what what was like your favorite restaurant or food that you had while you were there? That you like, was there anything that you planned for and and then like was like better than you expected, or anything you didn't plan for and that blew you away? Is, oh, that's such a great question. This is gonna sound like a stock answer. It's very cliche, but my friend Kira and I were both just like, I think the Guinness is so much better here. Than it is back yeah. in the U.S. <laughs> That's what I hear. I think yeah. it's true. We had yeah. so much Guinness, and I always just thought I didn't like beer. Um, and then I was like, no, honestly, this is great. I love this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> the foam is so soft. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I do want to try it. I've never been to Ireland. Uh, yeah. That and I hear, yeah, the Guinness there is incredible. Yeah, well, if you, if you ever want to go... Uh, you can hit me up. <laughs> okay, I'd love some suggestions. We'll get your suggestions so we can stay off Reddit. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I know. We'll we'll get the insult Guinness. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Karen, mm-hmm. on any of your trips, has there been a tourist attraction that you went to that lived up to the hype? That maybe even surpassed the hype? Oh, man. Um... My friend Sammy and I went to rural Scotland um, before, and that one I think we were just blown away by. Like, we still sometimes talk about, like, how just emotionally expansive the place makes you feel just by virtue of how expensive it is uh, geographically. It was just so gorgeous and stunning and beautiful, and we kept being like, oh, my God, Shrek lives here. Like, it was really really great. We loved it. It was so beautiful. Where... Where in the countryside did you we go? We went to the Isle of Skye, and so we did yeah. one of those classic oh, little I want to go tours. there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was so it's did so you guys, great. Did you guys get to see the any of the, like, fairy circles they we talk did. about? Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. It just looks like a different planet. Like, I can't believe that's yeah. the same planet. I feel that way also. I've never been to New Zealand before, but whenever I look at photographs of New Zealand, I'm like, oh, that just, that looks like the most beautiful place on the planet. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you was this did you go to the Scotland after the fringe? We I went, mean to go to the Highlands. We went separately. Um oh, nice. did we do that? Oh no, I think we did catch a day of the fringe and uh I had a couple friends who were there and so we just went and said hi, but nice. it wasn't like a a trip for the yeah. fringe. Yeah. So Karen, what has been your biggest fish out of water moment? Okay, wait. I actually, when I read this question, I interpreted it kind of differently. Um, Okay, great. So this is actually piggybacking on the answer I just gave about that trip to Scotland with my friend Sammy. Sammy is uh, like one of my best friends from college, and we were roommates in college too, so he and I are very close. We're very... I feel like we're very different. I think everyone thinks we're the same. We're, I think we're very different, but he's very calming and kind. Um, And the reason this is important is that I was so sad the entire time we were in the UK because I had just broken up with someone the night before I flew there. Yeah. And in my mind, I was like, oh, this is, you know, it was somebody I'd been dating for like 
I can't remember, like seven months. Uh, but in my mind, I was like, okay, I have to do the breakup now before, you know, I go. Because otherwise yeah. I'm going to be there and having to be in touch with this person knowing the entire time I'm going to break up with yeah. them when I get back. Anyway, so I did it. And in my mind, I initially thought, oh, this is going to be so freeing. <laughs> I'll, be, <laughs> I'll be so elated to be brought. And instead, I was just <laughs> in a different country feeling so sad. <laughs> um, yeah. And yeah, and so when people are like, have you been to London? I always just am like, I have, but I really don't remember that much. Oh uh, my gosh. But I had I have such a fondness for that trip because Sammy was so calm and loving. Um, and there was one night where he was just like, he could tell I was just not doing well. And he was like, okay, do you want to just watch me play GeoGuessr? And I was like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then I would just sort of be like, no, man, I think that's Vietnam. And he'd be like, yeah, actually, it looks like Vietnam. <laughs> just in that for like an hour. It was so sweet. So it was definitely a trip that I really love, brought us together. But um, I don't think I could give you any advice on what to do in the UK. No, no, that's no, that's great. I get, I've, I've done that. I've been on a trip, post like just post breakup, oh, man. and yeah. Did you like it? Like, Dislike it? Um, it, it was, it was a long trip. It was like months long. Oh, and it was, uh, and it was in India. Uh-huh. So it was like, there was a lot. Like to I like I didn't I didn't feel like I had broken up right 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 because I was just overwhelmed the whole time until I got sick ah and then then I was sick for a week and um coming out both ends and that's when like the breakup hit me and so I was crying the whole time too oh. for like that week and like that's solely crazy. watching Friends and not seeing yes. anyone <laughs> I was watching the last season of Friends oh you were watching the, the show the one where Friends. they get married yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's devastating. That's devastating. And my room overlooked like where all the people would hang out at the hotel. Mm. So I was just kind of up there watching friends crying, <laughs> looking at people down in the courtyard. <laughs> that is so I, sad. But it was, I like, I know I remember it very yeah. well. Yeah. I think they're like, I think that's a category of travel all its own, which is like breakup travel. And I I think like travel is a great time to be going through a breakup because there is a lot of time to zone out, like to dwell and stare out the window. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like whether you're on like a plane or like just like wandering around a city, it's like really amazing processing time. That's true. Yeah. It also was such a nice visual reminder of just like, oh my gosh, there are so many people on this planet. <laughs> I yeah. can't with anybody. I will say that I, I could date them or I them could date or them. any of these people and they would be so unhappy. <laughs> um, I feel like, Garrett, were you the person who did the breaking up with or did you get broken up with? I got broken up with. Okay, I think that is the way to do it before a trip. Because <laughs> I had a weird thing of like, I felt very guilty having done the breaking up. Oh, and yeah. And then feeling no, sad yeah. about it. And then feeling like, yeah. oh, I'm so lucky to be on this trip. So it was a bunch of all these emotions that just made me feel very guilty. Um, whereas I think if he had broken yeah. up with me, I'd be like, I'm angry and like out of spite, I'm going to have the best trip of my life. You know what I mean? That's true, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But no, that's a fair point. Yeah, I guess fair point. My advice is to get dumped. <laughs> yeah, get dumped before a trip. Yeah. I think, I think if you're going on a long trip, get dumped right before get it. Dumped. That's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Garrett planned it that way. Yeah. That's smart. That's smart. Uh, we actually kind of did, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, that's uh, okay. Karen, mm-hmm. if you could step into any moment from your travels, anytime you wished, which quintessential perfect moment would you pick? To just like drop into this moment anytime in your life and kind of live in it for a while. You just looked so put upon as I you heard know. that question. Okay, I have two <laughs> answers. One is when I was very young, we have family um, in Australia and we went to visit them. And I guess I must have been 10 or so. And this was the only time we had ever been. We were so excited. My grandma went and everything. And um, we were at... <laughs> universal i want to say in australia (laughs) and i for some reason in a very out of character move wanted to go on a roller coaster 
And my mom, who is very scared of everything like myself, was like, absolutely not. But I was too small to go on by myself. Um, and so my grandma volunteered to go on this roller coaster with me. So there's a photograph of the two of us, like, <laughs> riding a roller coaster. But I don't remember the ride itself. And that, like, breaks my heart because I, I remember her being like, I'll go with you. And then everyone reacting like, oh, my God, <laughs> how do we deal with this situation? Um, and I remember afterwards, but I wish I could go back just to remember the thrill of being on a roller coaster with my sweet grandma. Oh. But I mean, like, the, the before and after, that, like, that's the real... Like, there are so many roller coasters, and they're they're fun. They're fine. They're fun. Right, 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 right. But, like, yeah. Yeah. Like, the... And I'm sure, like, going on it, like, it's, you know, so fast, like, maybe you, you wouldn't even know that anybody's with you. That's true. I must have had, like, an adrenaline blackout, because I think that might be the only time in my life, um, especially at that point, that I had gone on a roller coaster. So I might have really... <laughs> I just fully forgot about the whole experience. But I wonder in the moments where I'm like, did I hold her hand? Like, w- w- was she also oh. screaming? Like, you know, stuff like that. I'm like, oh, I wish yeah. I could remember that more vividly. Yeah, there's something so cool, too, about, like, grandparents doing stuff with you, especially like that, where yeah. you're like, oh, we're doing a naughty, like, young person thing together, <laughs> and I'm too young, and you're too old, but we're doing it. It's like, yeah, my grandpa went with me on the Matterhorn in oh, Disneyland, yeah. and I remember being really scared because there's a moment when the, like, abominable snowman is out, and he has, like, glowing red eyes and teeth, and my grandpa, like, he, I was, like, so scared, and he turned to me, and he just, like, cracked a very grandpa joke, like, oh. he needs to shave, or something like that, <laughs> or, like, or I look like him if I haven't shaved in a while, or something, like, so, you know, he was really killing it, but it's just, like, that's, like, I think the most iconic ride I remember, yeah. is, like, yeah, grandparents rule. That's so That's all I'm trying to say. They rule. I can't wait to be a grandparent someday. <laughs> <laughs> wait, but what was your other moment? Because oh. you were between two, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The other moment was on this Ireland trip. So Kira and I have been friends for 10 years. Um, and we... Yeah, it's so... There have been moments, especially this past year, where um, I'll be in the middle of a conversation with one of my friends, and I'll be like, oh, we know each other so well. Like, it'll really hit me <laughs> how deeply connected we are. And I had this moment with her um, where we were kind of just like in our hotel. We weren't even doing anything special, but we were just talking. Uh, we had just watched Ashling B's show This Way Up. And we were kind of talking about that. And I remember we were just sitting, you know, like on the couch. And I just thought like, oh, my God, we know and love each other so much and so well. Uh, and I felt so grateful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it was very, it felt like such a blessing to get to be on a on a trip with her. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Yeah, That's yeah so like beautiful. those moments of clarity yes. kind of like, yeah. yeah. And then I, I imagine you know, you don't really get very many of those people in your life, right? Just a handful where you're like, yeah, we kind of, our souls just get each other. Um, Oh, yeah, it's so nice. What about you? Oh, my, Karen. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Interviewing you. Yeah, the National Board of Tourism and Travel Organization doesn't care about us. God, she's too good. She's turning the interrogation (laughs) around. I mean, are you trying to take our jobs? Are you trying to take our jobs from us? I truly keep thinking we're just having, like, a conversation. (laughs) Karen, we're not friends. We're just interrogating you. (laughs) Right, right. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Meddling with the process. (laughs) I did say that as a cop-out, though, because I would genuinely have to think about it for a while. Mm. I mean, I think I have... I mean, the one that comes to mind right now is... uh, I think I was in Darjeeling, and right when uh, some uh, politicians, they wanted to win one, and so it was a big dance party in the plaza with fireworks going off, and so I was just dancing with everybody in the plaza, and it was great. That's so nice. I think about that moment a lot, where it's just like... Just like a crowd of people dancing mm-hmm. outside, it was really nice. It was really fun. 
This isn't, yeah. this was a perfect moment. It's probably not the one I'd pick, but it's a weird one that came to mind. I think inspired by like Garrett being sick in the hotel story. But uh, <laughs> I like my sister and I in like 2016, we, uh, no, not 2016, 2018. We like went to Peru and we hiked the Salcante trail together. And oh. on our way out, uh, I like got sick and I was like throwing up at the airport and they like messed up our flight. So we had to stay at this like five star hotel. And it was kind of awesome because like my sister and I had been struggling to like, I think get on the same page. Like sometimes when we spend a lot of time apart, our like wavelengths just aren't like hitting the same frequency. And so the whole trip, like we just had a couple moments of like, rubbing each other the wrong way or something and then so when I was like sick in the hotel we just watched like I think toddlers and tiaras or something like <laughs> super trashy yeah. and it's like what we always watched in like high school or whenever I was home from college and it felt like we had like spent this whole trip trying to find each other oh. and then found each other like kind of doing the like dumb trashy thing that we just love to do together yeah, yeah, yeah. so I think and that was, like, yeah. So I think that, for me, is, like, a pretty big travel highlight. Oh, that sounds so nice. That sounds so wonderful. I also Yeah, where like, you're, like, yeah. here's our rhythm, oh, you know? Uh-huh, uh-huh. It's, like, finding, like, the lowest common denominator between two numbers. That's, like, that's wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> I love that so yeah. much. And it was toddlers in tiaras. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Oh, man. Yeah. Mm. Well, all right. So, Karen, mm-hmm. so this is kind of a tricky one, but is there a local custom you've observed while traveling that you've implemented or wish you'd implemented into your daily life? So, like, one that Garrett and I frequently talk about is we do coffee and Kuchen, which is a German thing we picked up in Berlin where it's just, like, you have coffee and cake in the afternoon. Ooh. And we love to do that. Like, it's kind of like during siesta hour oh. is when you whip out the like sugar and caffeine treats yeah that's so nice i mean okay i guess the 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 obvious one is that i'd love to do a long lunch <laughs> like it seems every uh, european country does that would yes. be great um yeah. but i remember this is less of a trip trip but in boston there's like a little community of cute old New Englanders who I think go swing dancing every week. And I was just like, that is the life for me. (laughs) I want this. And they have like a little band of people who've been playing in that band for years and years. And like all the couples come out and they go swing dancing every week in the winter. And I was just like, dang, I want that. (laughs) Wait, can you like, can you go and swing dance there? Or is it truly like, is there an age limit? I don't think there's an age limit. I think you can just go because I remember that band would get hired uh, to do like formal events events you know or like spring formals or things like that and then they were like oh yeah what we normally do is this uh legendary like weekly swing event um maybe part of a senior center i don't even know but i just thought like dang that sounds so nice (laughs) (laughs) that's awesome i would love for like an elderly person to show me how to swing dance because it also feels like they would be so much more forgiving of like mistakes but i think swing dancing is a very forgiving dance form um because i am so so bad at dancing and i my friend adam is a really good dancer and a specifically a very good swing dancer um <sighs> and in college and also after college i would just be like adam i really want to go swing dancing and he'd be like you got it like i'm there and, and would show up and we'd go <laughs> dancing together and i I sort of just followed whatever he was doing and it was it felt okay I felt very good do you still go like do you ever go now I or has it been a while dang it's been a while since COVID before COVID um for a while Adam was living in Boston and I was in New York and uh this might have been after like a different breakup where I was very sad for a little bit and I was just like Adam I would love to go swing dancing like I wish you lived in New York and he was like when's the next event I'm taking the train and I'll be there and he did and he like suited up it was very cute he, like wore a tie oh my gosh <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> it was wonderful. I had such a good time. <laughs> yeah, the the lovely men in your life always coming, like the friends coming to pick you up yeah. after the breakup is like yeah. so charming and sweet. Oh, friends are yeah, gorgeous, beautiful, lovely. <laughs> they freaking rule. They freaking rule. And as it does watching Friends, the show, Garrett. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Yes, thank you. We, it hold, was, we hold space for all friends here. Yes, yes, yes. yes. It was, uh, I, you know, it, it that season is now ingrained in my head. Aww. For just, yeah. It, they were, it was a marathon on television that wow. week. Wow, 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 wow. Yeah. Mm. Um, all right, we're going to, we have a lightning round. Oh, okay. I'm ready. Go ahead and just the first answer that comes to your head, uh, fire it off. Ready? Beach or mountains? Mountains. Coffee or tea? Ooh, coffee. Hot or cold? Cold. (laughs) City or country? Country. (laughs) Beer or wine? uh, Beer. (laughs) History or the scene? History. (laughs) Clubs or cafes? Cafes. Early bird or night owl? <gasps> Early bird. Fancy or casual? Fancy. <laughs> Fast or slow? Fast? <laughs> dogs or cats or cows or monkeys? Uh, uh, dogs. Dogs. <laughs> correct. Correct. Yeah, yeah. But also, I love I love a cow. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Cows are great. They're really great. They are. Just not quite as good as dogs. Yeah, you don't really want one in your home. <laughs> no, no. No. No, that's true. Um, okay. Garrett. We're going to tabulate. We're going to tabulate. I think I know what Rachel's doing. I think I have to go first. Yeah, yeah. I have a feeling. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm not going to take too long on mine, but here we go. So, are you ready? Yes. Okay. So, the trip I'm proposing to you is two weeks in Mexico. Okay, okay. Uh, we'll be going with, I'm going to send you, you can either bring your mom and your aunt, because you guys are a power trio, or you can bring some friends, um, but friends who are respectful of your kind of like <laughs> ambivert, introvert tendencies. Mm-hmm. Um, so the three places I'd like for you to go are, first, we're going to go to, let's say, Mexico City. Um, I don't know if you've ever been, but it's incredible. There's so many amazing food places. There's one restaurant in particular that's top 10 in the world, and they'll do a tasting menu that's either corn or seafood, but it's incredible, and it's only $100, which for the top 10 restaurant, it's incredible. Mm. So also Mexico City's kind of like it feels almost like Berlin. It's like this huge expansive city where everybody's biking around. There are tons of cafes to go to. It's truly gorgeous. So after that, you guys will go to Oaxaca. And Oaxaca is basically like, you know, uh, the Pixar movie Coco? Yes. Yeah, they use Oaxaca as the city model for that movie. So it's like... It's, like, very bright. There's, like, a ton of cool painted buildings, and a lot of the best chefs in the world come out of Oaxaca because they have, like, a huge cooking culture. So Mm. you'll definitely eat a lot of great food, and it's, like, a little more relaxed than Mexico City. It's a great place to just kind of, like, wander and vibe and eat great food. And then after that, I'd like to send you to the Yucatan Peninsula, and that's where you can get your, like, well, okay, in Mexico City, you can visit Frida Kahlo's house, but your history vibes are really gonna, like, go off <laughs> in the Yucatan Peninsula, where there's uh, the giant pyramid called Chichen Itza, mm. and it's like, I've been, and it's incredible, it's like you're walking around these, like, giant stone pyramids, and um, you'll get a super sweet tour guide to guide you around. Wow, um, and we'll fall in yeah. love. You'll <laughs> fall in love, probably. <laughs> <Yay>. Yes. <laughs> um, but these are, like, huge grounds, and, like, they're so impressive because they're so old, and, like, there's one in particular where, like, every hundred years they built a new pyramid on top of it, and you can see, like, 
traces of like the paint that the pyramids were like completely covered in. It's like, it's one of those places that's almost infuriating because you're like, I want to have the answers and I want to know how they did all this. But all we have are the ruins, but it's so cool. Um, That sounds amazing. Yeah, yeah. So I think, and then if you want, if you're feeling like you want to just like relax and read your book at the end of this trip, you can go to Tulum, which is this beautiful like beach town with like very warm water and you can just sit in a little hammock and vibe and then go home. So that's the trip I've put together for you, the Mexico trip. I'm sold. This sounds incredible. <laughs> Thank you so much. I love You're this so branch welcome. of the U.S. government. <laughs> 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 this is so good. We're we're trying to get uh, more, you know, federal spending in our branch. So yeah. thank you. Keep you know, spread the word. Will, spread the word. Yeah. <laughs> so I have one for you. I don't. That's it. I'm not. I'm not quite there yet. I'm working on it still. But I, I, okay, I'm gonna go for it. I'm gonna you go got for it. it. Um. So Karen, uh, this one's a little. This one might be a little out of left field, but mm-hmm. I'm going to send you on uh, essentially the main thrust of this trip will be a bakery tour of Copenhagen. Whoa! Whoa. Okay. Uh, and Copenhagen is uh, one of, it has some amazing bakeries there. Uh, I guess Noma, the restaurant, kind of like. I don't know, it inspired, like, he opened up a bakery and then a bunch of other places opened up bakeries. Honestly, one of, I still dream about this baked good that I had at, I think, Heart Bakery or, uh, no, um, what was the name of the place? I, uh, there's a whole list of bakeries that I'm going to send you to. I think it might be Myers Bakery. The, and they only had it on Wednesdays. It was like a perfect caramelized, like, little swirl. Um, and then you're going to stay in Freetown, Christiania, which is, have you been to Copenhagen? I have not, no. Okay, 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 good. Uh, Freetown, Christiania is like a little commune in the center of the city. So you'll stay in like a house by a lake, uh, with horses going by. So it's technically, uh, it is and it isn't a part of Copenhagen. They, um, uh, declared themselves uh, not a part of Denmark, but um, it's a very great spot to be. It's beautiful. It's like uh, it's it is like a little forested, wooded uh, lake, like district in the middle of the city. Wow. So you'll stay in a house on the lake there, and uh, I'm gonna send you in November. So uh, it'll be cold and dark, but <laughs> what the point of that? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> So the point of that is that uh, you'll get to do, uh, you'll get to see the Hoogly side of Copenhagen. Oh, yes, yes. Are you familiar with yes, this? Yes, 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 yes. So the, it's a Danish idea of like warm and cozy. And so um, you'll get to go to the Tivoli Gardens, mm. which is kind of like a festival of lights. It's a, a amusement park that was built in the 1840s. Mm. <laughs> and it still kind of has like this old, bless you. <laughs> it so still kind of has this, still kind of has this old um, charm to it. It's very beautiful. Uh, it's got great food there as well. Um, but yeah, the main thing uh, is going to be a bakery <gasps> tour. <laughs> wow, Rachel is allergic to your proposition. <laughs> I know. Well, uh, Rach, I never interrupted yours. Yeah. Bujol doesn't do the two tasting menus anymore. Uh, but now I've completely forgotten oh, everything okay. Garrett well, said, and I'm only thinking about Mexico. <laughs> 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 These both sound like incredible trips, and I would love to go on either one of them, or both. Well, so we have to report back to our boss. Oh, no. Who... Joe Biden? <laughs> Who, yeah, no, yeah. We, uh, and he's no, meaner we than you think. Oh no! Wow. Yeah, so if we nice. reported directly to Joe Biden, that would be. Who is your boss? <laughs> <laughs> he's just a higher up at the. Uh, yeah, uh, Mr. Mr. Chocolate Cake. 
These all sound like some suspect <laughs> names. Mr. Chocolate Cake. <laughs> no, yeah, he's real. Because he's no longer special secret agent Chocolate oh. Cake. He used to be secret agent Chocolate Cake. Uh-huh. And now he's Mr. Chocolate Cake. <laughs> he's leveled if he's down. Promoted. <laughs> if he's yeah. promoted, he'll be Sergeant Chocolate Cake in the Chocolate yeah, Cake. Yeah. 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 Okay, that's cool. I mean, good for him. I hope that happens. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I know. I hope so. He too. works really hard. He works really hard. He does. <sighs> he does. He's a good boss. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, uh, we have to report to him like our numbers on uh, wh- who pitches the best trip each episode. Oh man. And so like for the season, I think right now I'm in the lead. So you have to Not decide. That I shouldn't have said that. I shouldn't have said that. I you have think... to decide just like who you want your enemy to be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want an enemy in the national tourism and travel office? Uh, I would love one. I would love a nemesis in the government. <laughs> that would be so fun. My life would be more exciting. Okay, I am genuinely thinking of these two trips. They're both so great. I love the idea of a bakery tour. I love the idea of everything Rachel said in Mexico. Okay. Uh, okay. I'm going to go with the Mexico trip, and here's why. Um, okay. Uh, the, well, first off, I was really into the Copenhagen thing until you mentioned um, that's going to be dark and cold the whole time. Dark and cold, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Um, to me, that sounds great. It's like it's like hoogly time. It's hoogly. like <laughs> Karen said she's an early bird. Early birds can't wake up if it's dark out. <laughs> I love the cold. I love going on a trip where it's very cold, but I don't want it to be dark all the time. And if yeah. I would love to go to like a dark place if they had um, incredible stargazing or you know like the northern mm-hmm. lights. Um, yeah, like yeah. And then I loved everything about. The Mexico trip, and I guess I also just really love Rachel as a person, <laughs> and would bring her on this trip to Mexico. I would go. I would yeah. go. <laughs> so uh, you can report that to your boss. <laughs> yeah, I forgot to say, if you went to Copenhagen, you'd have to be with oh. me. You'd have to go with well, me. That would be fun, though. I would love that. <laughs> oh man, this actually genuinely does make me wish I could visit both countries <laughs> add them to your list you can i gotta gotta you yeah. really can <laughs> cool okay well this was great this was very good i see where my area <laughs> and this was learning this was a learning experience for me which was dark nice. and cold wow. in, a, in a commune that is not really part of the country after it's i told awesome. you i love order order, order. <laughs> As soon as you said commune, I thought, I'm not going to be thriving there. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm rusty. This is our first one back. No, 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 no. It was a perfect trip. And I took a basic. (laughs) It's a perfect trip. It's a perfect (laughs) trip. (laughs) You keep dropping things that I said Mm. that that ruined it. In retrospect, though. There's like a new thing every time I, yeah. (laughs) In retrospect, it is very funny because Copenhagen as a city is very orderly and is one of like the most pedestrian friendly cities. But Garrett didn't talk about any of that. (laughs) No. I will also say in the beginning when he said a bakery tour of Copenhagen, I thought, dang, that's the clear winner. That's the clear winner. And then he just added Mm -hmm. in too many personal details (laughs) that I don't care for. Uh, I should have won. <laughs> you know what? I I th- I think you know this one. I I you know I think it, we'll call it a tie. Hmm. No, we'll no, a, you I think very a clearly. clearly it was, <laughs> yeah, it was yours to lose, and you lost it. Yeah, I actually think I'm racist against all Danes now because of you. <laughs> oh wow! What oh, have I done? Pretty bad. Uh. <laughs> Karen's like, I'm sorry, Danes. <laughs> to coworkers tomorrow, like, yeah, I guess I hear they're just like a mess over there. <laughs> <laughs> oh. All right, well, this has been a delight. <laughs> <laughs> you look so broken. This has been a delight for me. I j- thank you yes. for having me on. <laughs> thank you thank so you much, Thank you for joining Karen. us. Thank you for joining us. <laughs> And that was Karen Chi. 
lover. Yeah. I mean, yeah, like you said in the beginning, re-listening to it, it just really is like, uh, I don't know. I, I When I left the, the interview last, you know, a year ago, uh, I was like, man, okay, I got to uh, just embody Karen more in my life. Yeah, I think about her often. She also has this like wonderful written piece. I should look up the title and put it in the show notes or something. That's a good idea. She wrote about her morning egg. Yeah. Maybe I talk. Yeah, just the idea that like every day Karen makes a morning egg and she gets really excited for her morning egg. That's me with coffee. Okay. <laughs> Don't try to be Karen. <laughs> no, I, I, I was Karen before Karen's egg. Wow, wow. Uh, you know, I'm just lashing out because I lost. Yeah, big time. You really, it was yours to lose and I you know, lost it. I know. I really thought other people would love the cold and dark like I do. I think other people do, just not Karen. Yeah. Because she mentioned that. But yeah, I know. But like very few people do. (laughs) I don't think, well, maybe. Yeah. I mean, it's not a regular thing to hear people talking about how cold and dark it was. It was great. Uh, For cave people. For cave people. (laughs) (laughs) Like in the descent. How was your your cave? Cold and dark. It was great. Everything you want from a cave. It's perfect. Okay, let's wrap this up. (laughs) Okay. All right. Uh, Thank you so much, everybody, for listening. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.